Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, boys and girls, to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Sumit and Thunmit, we are back. What up, Sumit? What's up, bro? How you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good, man. I just thought about this uh, right as I was doing the intro. Um, everybody is now being forced to do their podcasts and their and their like you know things like that on on zoom and facetime and virtually right yo we were ahead of the curve we've been doing this <laughs> shit <laughs> we've been doing this shit virtually since we started this is uh, a fact oh speaking of which aren't we about to have our yap anniversary this month we are brother on monday the 25th of may memorial yo, day we are oh hitting our shit. one year anniversary one whole fucking year of yap yap and yap <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Yep. Seriously, man. We've literally just been talking about shit for a year. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it's been a year. It has been a great year. Have we reached 52 episodes? What episode are we on? No, this is going to be episode 44, I believe. Should we try and squeeze in six more episodes? <laughs> or no, eight. We need eight. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah no, um, that's not happening. Let's not do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Unless we're doing like 10 minute episodes. Uh, I'm down. Yeah, we no. basically <laughs> just talk just talk shit for like five minutes and be out. <laughs> do like a stand up set like Seinfeld. What's yeah. the deal with climate change? And then after that, just leave. Like that's it. That's the end, of, end of the episode. No, nah, but still, man, four, we're on four. This is episode 44. That's crazy. So a whole year of doing a podcast. Time has flown by so fast. Um, it's crazy. I'm actually pretty proud of us, man. Uh, and thank you guys for, uh, the ones that are either just joining in or have been along, um, on our journey for a while. Thank you guys for sticking around and for, and for, uh, listening to us talk about random shit, everything, <laughs> literally everything under the sun for the most part. Pretty we much, haven't yeah. really, yeah. Um, but yeah, what else should we talk about? What else is going on with you? Man, one of the things that I've realized in quarantine is that obviously like when there's not a lot going on, you know, you have to refer or revert to, you know, certain forms of and methods of entertainment, right? Right. Obviously, social media is a big one, right? That's like something that everybody's just constantly clicking on, going through, you know, you're watching yeah. something on Netflix, you're on social media <laughs> at the same time. You know, it's like, it's a disease, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yo, I need to take a break from Instagram because I'm like, literally... I had gotten to a point where I was opening it every few minutes without yeah. fail for absolutely no reason. Nobody's yeah. updated shit in five minutes. Right? Like <laughs> Nobody's even doing anything interesting right now because of quarantine, right? Like everybody's yeah. doing the same exact thing. Yeah, complaining yeah, yeah. about quarantine, co- complaining about COVID, when this is going to be over, when can we return to summer and return to our lives and shit. And, and posting their fucking TikToks. Stop posting your fucking TikToks on Instagram. Seriously, right? man. Like we didn't care the first time. We de- we definitely care less now. <laughs> I'm not about to go follow you on TikTok just because you posted some interesting dance video onto your Instagram story. Okay, keep Facts. that shit off of my stories. Yeah, honestly, if I can make it through this entire quarantine without downloading TikTok, I will consider yeah. that the greatest accomplishment of my life. <laughs> and I still have a ways to go. You know what I mean? Like, I but I can completely relate to what you're saying. I think I saw a tweet or a meme about this the other day. Uh, somebody wrote uh, today. 
I finished Netflix. Uh, today I finished Netflix, and then another oh, yeah. person had retweeted or something and wrote, "Oh, today I finished Instagram." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's back to when Instagram first came out. I remember having it in like 2011 or whatever when it first came out, 12, whatever that was. Right. And um, you know, you were all you. There was limited people on there, so even out of everybody you knew, there was limited people on there. And there were instances where you would reach the end. Like it would yeah. literally say, you have now been, you are now up to date on all the content or whatever. Right, right. Like, and you would be like, oh shit. <laughs> and then that was a reason to not open it again. Cause you were like, all right, That's, I've seen everything on Instagram now. No, honestly, that is literally the trigger that led from, like led me to think that maybe I need to get off Instagram for a little bit. Like yeah, opening it every five minutes there's maybe one maybe two new posts that you haven't seen right after those really? two posts instagram is telling you oh you're caught up and i'm like fuck <laughs> i thankfully <laughs> haven't gotten to that point maybe maybe you need to follow more people man how many people do you follow because uh, i'm posting once every two months <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like i hope you're not checking my profile like thomas hasn't posted anything new <laughs> Just click on random accounts I haven't posted in a while. Like, consider, hey, should I still follow them or not? Like, yeah. maybe it's time to unfollow. They haven't posted in like a few months. No. I don't have any content to post on my feed, man. Like, I haven't been able. My, most of my content is like, you know, just posting fire, fire pictures of me in like fire fits. It's like a weird, <laughs> it's a really odd flex. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't gone anywhere where I would put a fit together. And so that's no part reason. of the problem. Right, I have no reason to take photos. <laughs> like I nobody mean, wants to see me in flip flops and and sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a vibe. Flip flops and socks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I follow like a little over like eight hundred people, which okay. compared to how many people follow me, I guess, is quite a significant difference in numbers. But I'm like, I really only follow the people I truly want to follow. Like yeah, I've, I, I I go through my Instagram every now and then. And clean yeah. it out, like unfollow people that I just don't feel like I need to follow them anymore, or whatever for whatever reason, right? Yeah. Uh, most of the time, there's celebrities that I just don't care about anymore, or whoever, right? Um, I do that with uh, with people I don't like on Facebook. Like Facebook <laughs> shows me a notification said today's such and such his birthday. I'm like, oh, I don't fuck with this person. I do that too, and then I unfriend them. It's yeah. like the worst day for me to do that. No, to my them, birthday but... present to them is no longer having to be my friend. Bro. <laughs> it's more of a present to me, but I, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> such a dick thing to do but i I enjoy doing it every day i do it every single day that is the only reason i still open facebook by the way (laughs) (laughs) whose birthday is it who can i unfriend today (laughs) yo and and if you're the person that's still sending me linkedin requests stop i don't use linkedin i haven't logged on in like four years all right it keeps telling me congratulate so and so on there i'm like i don't give a (laughs) shit about so and so i don't know who they are <laughs> Those random connections that you get, like from India, especially. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's the, here's my take on uh, LinkedIn. One of the things I've grown to realize as I've gotten older is Instagram is probably my third favorite app in terms of social media. Seriously? Twitter's Twitter's one. your first. I know that. Yeah. yeah Twitter's the that. best. I don't think there's any argument to be made there. Oh. Okay. <laughs> second. <laughs> second is cool. I'll definitely... just stop trying to argue with you. <laughs> Yeah, don't even think about it. No, <laughs> I see you trying to. I see you plotting over there. No, I'm kidding. Um, but number two for me has become uh, LinkedIn, right? What the fuck? Here's LinkedIn? why. 
Here's why. Okay. If you are connected to the right people, your network is solid and you've networked with the right type of people that you want to be able to like either learn stuff from or just, yeah. you know, maintain that connection with. Yeah. LinkedIn is the best way to do that, especially from gotcha. the professional perspective. Right. Hmm. And I feel like, you know, there's at least for me personally, I've always had such a focus or emphasis on the social aspect of my life. Yeah. That the professional stuff is always kind of on like cruise control for quite some time, right? And now right. I'm kind of like getting to that point where I'm like, yo, I just want to learn more. I want to try to expand. I want to try to like, you know, connect with the right people because you never know like when you're going to need to utilize your network, right? right? And so that's for me has become very vital in terms of making sure that LinkedIn is one of those platforms where I can say, yes, I'm getting value out of it. So if I log on to LinkedIn, like your profile will look like, up to date and polished up and shit and you'll be like active on there and shit and you'll be like posting content and like engaging Not, with people's content so i wouldn't say i post often that rarely happens actually but um there's a lot of stuff that's being shared from you know between my professional network because there's a lot of like people that are high up like ceos founders and such of companies that yeah. have access to incredible incredible research or data and, and like just interesting stuff to read right so i feel right. like i learned a lot from just going through those posts that other people share or they are posting themselves interesting um, but yeah in terms of like my profile or whatever everything's up to date uh i don't like i i'm not active the way i've been on active on like twitter or instagram on linkedin right. but um potentially LinkedIn. soon i'll get there i don't know LinkedIn's not even in my top five, man. I don't, I don't understand how that shit made number two on your list, man. That too before Instagram. That's Wait, what? just okay. So like, I right, know, here's I'm my just... top five. Is that yeah, what you're go gonna ahead. ask me? Yes, go for it. It's it's Instagram, okay. Uh, Facebook. Uh, no, hold on. Before we before you continue, let's clarify. Are you going through this list based on your business, or are you doing it person for personal? Personal, what I actually like, con where I enjoy content. So Facebook is number two. Yeah, bro. As soon as my parents joined Facebook like <laughs> ten years ago, I stopped. <laughs> Facebook is where I find out who's pregnant <laughs> and like who's having babies and who's getting married because all my fr like all my friends from college and stuff and high school they're all my age so like they all post that cutesy stuff on facebook they're mm. not they don't really do a lot of that on instagram my instagram is more so like i'm always just like i'm following you know uh, sneaker pages and clothing pages and brands right. and influencers and musicians and artists and things like that like that's different type of content you know what i mean um but facebook is like oh i know this person really well and they're having a kid or whatever like you know so facebook is second third is probably it's a tie between twitter and snapchat okay there's still some good content on snapchat what where <laughs> dude there's like show a me where that is <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's in the explore page basically all i see all i, I don't even follow anybody worthwhile on snapchat yeah. like uh, but all in the explore page, I always see like, oh, Will Smith is doing like a fucking web series. They're like episodes technically, but they're like hella short and they're, it's like really cool content. Mm -hmm. um, and cooking stuff is on there. That's really dope that I love watching, even though I, I'm probably not going to actually <laughs> use any of it. I don't actually end up cooking anything. It just right. makes me hungry and I like looking at food. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, so Snapchat, Twitter, and then last would be LinkedIn. I wonder what the la 
I honestly have not. Can, can you really put that on a on a list when you haven't logged in in like two years? Like, I guess you can't. Yeah. That, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else have I logged into uh, that I use? That's a social media platform. My Friendster account. I don't know. My MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> my MySpace page. I still keep up to date. You use MySpace before you use LinkedIn, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. I log on just to see who's still in my top eight. I'm like, all right, do I need to move Summit down one this week or (laughs) keep them top? Bro, I don't even know if I still have one. Do you remember, man? That shit was real, bro. Like, MySpace was so savage. You literally ranked your friends. It was so savage. It's like, Timmy, how come I'm number five? <laughs> Bro, I used to get messages from people like, yo, how come I'm not like such and such number? Or why is this person before me? And I'm like, yeah, this is not in any particular order. Once you make the top eight, you're in the top eight. That's it. I know. Don't bother me anymore. <laughs> then MySpace was like doing damage control. Okay, guys, you could do a top 16 now and the top 32. It's like. And then it's just like top 500, which is your entire friends list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yo, Tom was always number one for some reason. Tom was always number one, man. Shout out Tom. Yo, I speaking wonder what of Instagram, have you, have you seen this change in your DMs on Instagram where, um, you know, when you like a message, <laughs> you used to just like, you know, you used to... Have I? <laughs> you know, you just used to see a heart. Now you see this like animated, like very oh, yeah. overly suggestive heart that it's pops very, up. It's like, it's a fucking upside down shower of hearts like yeah. i don't understand <laughs> they start floating up in the air what instagram thought that was a good idea <laughs> i don't know in, whoever is doing that shit needs to fucking chill like who's in charge of this like some 16 year old kid <laughs> like yeah is watching like, way too much disney just needs to chill, <laughs> chill with spread hearts. love in this time of pandemic like no Yo, stop it <laughs> man I, I do i do like business on instagram and shit man <laughs> You imagine me talking to like you know one of my uh, business partners or somebody, and then me liking the messages goes. (laughs) Bro, I did that a few times with like these artists that I work with, and I don't really know them personally, right? So for me to do that and like they see this heart (laughs) is is very awkward, right? You know, with like sometimes like if I send you something and I and you like something, I'm like, yo. Chill, Can you chill? Like, yeah, a, a thumbs up would have sufficed, sir. Question or what? Like, you good? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, now when you're in the DMs with a girl and she likes your message, you're like, uh, when should I make these wedding invitations? <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, what's your last name? <laughs> yeah. need, need to whip up some invitations for our wedding, for our save the dates. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, just when you have a chance, uh, shoot me your last name and your birth, uh, date of birth. <laughs> <laughs> Need to apply for a marriage license. Maybe your parents' names, you know, like. <laughs> just, I just want to have the information. <laughs> Yo, seriously, man. Like, it's uh, way too aggressive. Yeah. Calm down, Instagram. Chill Yo, out. <laughs> keep like, keep liking these messages. You'll go see what happens. That's no, <laughs> Oh man, girls can't even like girls can't even like our messages anymore because they're gonna be like, yo, yeah, they're gonna get the wrong idea for sure. They're gonna get the wrong idea, yeah. Especially like fob dudes, bro. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine that? Like somebody from India messages you and you're yeah. a girl, and you just like his message. God forbid, bro. You're you're literally you are definitely getting that wedding invitation in the mail with yeah. your name on it. <laughs> 
because they will find a way. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's insane. A lot of changes in social media. Speaking of fucking Instagram, Facebook just uh, bought out Giphy for $400 million. Yep. $400 million fucking dollars bro, for that Facebook company. Facebook is shelling out cash right now. That's crazy, bro. Have I, you seen the... Uh, what does it take? What? To become a four hundred million dollar company, I wanna I wanna be bought out for four hundred million dollars. Bro, you, you need to create a a meme or GIF uh, <clears throat> search engine like Jiffy, and uh, that's about it. I think that's all you need to do. <laughs> are they? Are they? How old is that company, Jiffy? I don't. Have they know, been around actually. for a while, or are they fairly? New? I think they've been around for a while, but I don't think they've been as popular until recently because of like integrations into different you know networks yeah. and stuff, and having their own kind of like. Uh, what's it called? I'm definitely new to using GIFs. Like, I don't think I used to use this many GIFs before. Now I'm just like all about that shit. Now I'm like, how do I respond to this person? But with a GIF. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is for me? I think I've gotten to a point and not with everybody, but like with some people, like, you know, you, you where you don't really want to respond to them, but you have to respond. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah then yeah. I send a GIF because I'm like, yo, that'll just do the trick and they won't respond to that, right? <laughs> they'll say LOL or that's it and or they'll yeah. throw flying hearts at my at my GIF yeah. or whatever and that's it. <laughs> LOL is possibly like the worst response that you can give to somebody. It's it's 100%. almost, it's it's demeaning, it's disrespectful. Uh, there's literally cool. <laughs> no d more direct of a way for you to tell the other person you literally do not care about what they're talking about. <laughs> LOL is basically the same as saying fuck off. Like 100%, bro. I 100% agree with that. So I'm going to start throwing those in e like professional emails too. Watch. <laughs> If you're a dude and you've ever tried to impress a girl and and you've like spit some lines at her and she responds with LOL, <laughs> it's over you should, for you, bro. You should, you should probably get rid of that phone number or the, or get yeah. out of those DMs. Like it's over. That's it. Like she's not interested. <laughs> Yo, it's what's interesting. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, so I don't know if you saw recently Instagram also introduced in DMs where you could like create quick replies. So oh, like yeah, yeah. I now did all see I have that. to do, yeah. I have this one quick reply that all I need to do is type the letter L and it yeah. automatically populates LOL for me. <laughs> like, that's how little I care about what you're talking about, that I don't even have the patience to spell out LOL. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they made those for people like me with business accounts to respond to customers. Like, I'm getting a shit ton of customers right now just asking where's my order i ordered it yesterday it's today why is it not here yet i'm just like i'm like oh i today. don't know sir you start with lol <laughs> yeah <laughs> idiot <laughs> yeah man i had to i've been taking care of so many customers and just trying to like keep everybody happy and shit it's fucking insane right now like I can imagine, bro. Everybody's impatient, you know, especially with online shopping, getting such a huge surge during this pandemic yeah. that, like, people literally have no patience. They're like, yo, I ordered this today, but I wanted it here yesterday. Like, what? how, yeah. how, how do you expect for that to happen? Um, yeah, it's gotten so bad that even my mom's complaining about Amazon. <laughs> yo, 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 it's actually interesting. I ordered something on Amazon, and I haven't ordered on Amazon in quite some time. Yeah. And it was supposed to. It's supposed to come on Thursday. I ordered it last Thursday. Now, yeah. mind you, I'm an Amazon Prime member, which means yeah. that it's supposed to Odd be flex. free two day shipping, uh -huh. right? 
why is it taking a week? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, right? But I'm like, you know what? Hold up. Let me let me relax uh, a bit, right? Let me consider yeah. the situation, right? Yeah. There's, everybody is uh, ordering stuff. Obviously, with the yeah. coronavirus situation, shipping times are often delayed. Crazy. Crazy. Just because yeah. you, you never know, like, what's, what's going on in the Everyone's backed up. Post yeah. offices, postal workers, truckers. Uh, fucking everybody's backed up, man. It is it's crazy out there. I, I don't think people are understanding the strain that all of this boost in e commerce is having on some of those. Uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Industries, I guess, or like the transportation industry as a whole. Yeah. I guess you could say, right? Right. Small businesses are benefiting for sure, uh, and e-commerces are benefiting 100%. Yeah. Uh, so we're thankful for that, but like, it is taking a lot longer for everybody to get their shit. And so yeah. if you're and out there not, listening, and, please and, and be people, patient. Yeah, and people aren't slowing down. They're purchasing, right, on online shopping. So one they of the really things I saw on Twitter recently was um, – that Jeff Bezos, <clears throat> as a result of you know everybody shopping on Amazon during the pandemic, Jeff right. Bezos is close to becoming a trillionaire. Holy fuck! Right, and a people, trillionaire. Yeah, and people. This makes no sense to me. People are flipping out that <laughs> he's about to become a trillionaire in a time of pandemic. That where other people are struggling. Yeah, he's about to be. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here like, yo, you're the idiots that are literally ordering <laughs> from Amazon 17 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> It's like yo, Why? I don't, Why are you I don't mad like though? you. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't like you for getting so rich, but I'm paying you to be yeah. angry. You know what I mean? Like it, it just yeah. makes no sense. Uh, it, it it brings up this interesting discussion of like this environment, this capitalistic environment, this capitalistic society that we live in allows the opportunity for anybody to become a trillionaire, right? Um. It's just a matter of like uh, how how hard you work and you know how uh, lucky you get. Sometimes there's luck involved and you know uh, all those different things. Basically, how how you get there is is on you. But everybody basically gets the same exact opportunity, right? right. But um, I think the discussion is people get upset at. Uh, at pe at people like Bezos who get to be almost trillionaires or whatever, because they're like, oh, um, he must have been shrewd in in getting there or whatever. Like he must have done. Right. I'm sure there's stuff out there against him, and I'm sure there's allegations and stuff or whatever. None that none that have made the media or the news that big. But like, mm -hmm. you know, one of his strategies when he was first starting out was he would undercut a bunch of other small businesses and sell his product for less um, so he could capture market share. And then mm -hmm. he raised the prices, basically. It's a very classic uh, business strategy or whatever. Right. The discussion is, okay, do should you be mad at somebody like Bezos for basically using the opportunity that was given to him to get to where he got or um I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, I feel like people should not be upset with him. Like, I don't right. get that. I'm like, yo, you're given the same exact opportunity. Sure, you don't want to... You're like, oh, he was he was being unethical or whatever or some shit like that. Like, but, 
you know, you're given the same exact hand as he is. Right. Sorry, I got distracted. I got too many. Somebody's texting me. Sorry. <laughs> Let me put on Do Not Disturb. All good. Keep going. Um, but yeah, no, I actually agree with what you're saying. So I had the same thought that, like, look, Bezos is a smart guy. He created a business that he knew would be able to sustain itself, or maybe he didn't know, but it ended up being yeah. such, as such that it's able to sustain itself in a time of you know, this pandemic and in a time where there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of other businesses are suffering as a result. And I think he's just that much of a genius that he's able to be somewhat recession proof. If you, you know, if you think about it that way, which is incredible. Right. And I think it's more of a lesson as opposed to, Oh, we have to now hate on this guy because he's about to make so much more money. Like, yo, he's already got enough money to like buy our lives multiple times over. Right. (laughs) But even if he's hit, okay, even if he hits trillionaire status, yeah. cool. So what? What is your expectation of him at that point? Like, oh, now I'm a trillionaire. I need to de- like donate a hundred billion dollars to something. You know, these guys are very philanthropic. It's not like they're yeah. just sitting there, you know, collecting their money and like you know, yeah, creating furniture out of stacks of cash or some shit. You know, yeah. just lounging. But I mean, look at Bill Gates. Right? He used his many many billions of dollars to be extremely philanthropic and he's quite possibly the most philanthropic so maybe not the best example but yeah the point is why is there such a significant expectation for people who who do well and are so successful to then feel bad about being successful you know what i mean like it just yeah i i don't get that either i i, I don't understand that i don't understand why anybody would have uh uh, why anybody would feel the need to be upset at him for reaching trillionaire status. Dude, yeah. you, you, you could have done it if you worked as hard as he, he did or if you had the same luck as he did or if you had the same ideas or whatever. That could have been you. Like, just think about that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, yo, if people are making money, I look at them and say, okay, what can I do to do the same? You know what I mean? That's my mentality as an entrepreneur. I right. don't think about, oh, this person, uh, you know, is so different than me and this, that, and the other. Like, I, you know, oh, they shouldn't, they don't deserve it or whatever. I'm like, yo, if I see somebody making bank, I'm like, yo, good for them. That's fucking awesome. How can I do the same? Like, how right. can I get there? You know? Yeah. And that's but what anyway. I mean by, like, you know, taking it as a lesson that, like, you know, how, how can I learn from this opportunity? How do I create right. or think about, like, what's what, do, what does the world need that it doesn't have today? That it will right. need tomorrow. Like having that foresight is not an easy thing to do. Right? Yeah. Only one in a few hundred million people actually end up doing that, right? Like we were talking about people like Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, uh, yeah. Bezos, etc. Right. Exactly. But I don't know, man. I see a lot of this stuff <clears throat> on Twitter sometimes and uh, and other platforms that I'm just like, it boggles my mind, right? <laughs> that's your number two used uh, social media platform, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> No, that's, well, no, it's that's number, number one. one. That's number one. Twitter's yeah. number one, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Twitter, man. Every, there's so much interesting stuff that's shared on Twitter. Um, you know, you just have to follow the right accounts. And I think, you know, I've gotten to that point now. Uh, I have a second Twitter account now. Oh, uh, shit. To just focus on uh, the tech industry, right? So oh, wow. that, that idea of like networking that I was talking about from LinkedIn, yeah. I'm now transferring to Twitter because oh, gotcha. I think Twitter and LinkedIn are the two best ways to create your network if you're trying to expand your network. Gotcha. Instagram cool. to an extent, like if you're more of a creative, but yeah. uh, if you're more along the lines of a like somebody in the professional in- industry in the sense that like it's more corporate based, then, right? You know, those are the types of platforms that are uh, very beneficial for that type of work. But yeah, Word. man, 
Um, I might try that. I'm gonna have to get in on. I, I'm gonna have to get more serious with my Twitter game. Yes, no more not. just screenshotting <laughs> your own tweets and posting them as Instagram <laughs> stories, please. Please, I beg of you. Oh man! Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> I didn't even post it on story. Uh, uh, but Gudlasman tweeted talking about how he's so proud that Nav made oh, yeah. <laughs> number one on Billboard. That is like the most amazing thing on the internet. <laughs> I'm like on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? That's so awesome. <laughs> he was like, Guraya painted that I'm like, yo, Navraj Singh Guraya, bro. Represent all things, you heard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, I saw this. Uh, a legend what? like that to recognize somebody like Nav, just that also kind of blows my mind. Like, how did that happen, right? That's crazy he, he to did, me. Yeah. Like, this tells me one of two things Gurdasman checks the billboard rankings. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's on there on a weekly basis? He's yeah. like, still haven't made it to top 10. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like Chala was a banger. Why is it not on here? <laughs> but you know, speaking funny. of billboards, since you brought it up, and I, I yeah. really did not want to talk about this idiot, but you know, we're we're here now. Um, oh shit! What are we so talking saw, about? <laughs> so you saw Six Nine is obviously out of jail. We spoke about him last week. Yeah, we did the, that last, last, week, last week's episode. Yeah. He released a song that we also talked about called Gooba, yes. right? Bangs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next um, question. <laughs> so he, I guess his expectation of, you know, having released that song was that it would hit number one, right? I'm sure he mm-hmm. had this plan while he was still sitting in jail. Like, yo, Instagram live. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Create hoopla, attack Snoop Dogg or whoever yeah. else. Right? Talk shit about everyone. Yeah. Like literally put a bigger target on my back. That's already, then that's already there. Yeah. Um, but he okay, so I guess his expectation was with this song that he would reach, you know, number one on the Billboard charts. Yeah. When the Billboard chart was released last week, turns out that Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber had a song together mm-hmm. that hit number one, and Six Nine's Gooba was number two. Oh. Naturally, this upset the cloud, right? <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, this upset the cloud. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So he, right. he literally went on a rant. I, I don't remember if it was Instagram or Twitter or what, but he went on a uh-huh. rant, complained, or actually it was Instagram. He went live and he was this close to crying, right? Because he <laughs> he's said that Billboard purposely made sure that he wouldn't hit number one or, or, and, or and he said that uh, like it was some conspiracy theory, I guess. But he also said that... Uh, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber bought a shit ton of their own song to be able to get its number one, okay? Now, let me explain that a little bit. Nine times out of ten, and probably it's ten out of ten times, Mm. when an artist releases a new song, they are purchasing it themselves as well, right? Because they want to give it as many, you know, buys or views, streams, whatever, as possible. It happens across the industry. It's a norm. Everybody knows it. But here, so what Billboard decided to do was put a cap on it. So what that means oh. is, with each credit card that you have, you can only purchase a song or an album up to four times. Okay. Okay. After four, those metrics don't count. Gotcha. Okay. So let's say a celebrity has 
six, seven credit cards at max, which is a lot. And I yeah. probably don't have that many. But yeah. I'm overestimating a little bit. Even if they do, that only means that they, each of them could buy the song 28 times. Right. Now, there wasn't like a 56 stream difference between the number one and number two slot there. Right. Right, right, right. So for 6 9 to be claiming that, you know, Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande are going out buying their own song and, and uh, like padding the stats, so to speak, right? He, he was just very upset. He just thought that it was a conspiracy against him that <laughs> they purposely wouldn't let his song become number one for whatever yeah. reason, right? I just, I don't know, man. For the way he portrays himself and has portrayed himself in his music, yeah. You should not be on Instagram live crying about not having the number one song. <laughs> I see it on here. He's number three now. You know what? He deserves it. In fact, he shouldn't even be on the list if you ask me, but clearly I'm a little uh, biased. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you brought up something interesting, though, uh, that I wanted to talk about. You were talking about... Um, fuck, what were you saying? Um, Clouds. Yes. <laughs> you talk about clowns and this question popped up in the mind in my mind. I was like, what is the hardest job in the world? <laughs> okay. I was cuz no, you go. I want to ask you this and then I'll give you my answer. You're so, asking whoa. me my own question? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I asked Don with a question earlier today and I was uh-huh. thinking about it. I was like what is the hardest job to have in terms of career and success rate, right? Yes. And it's, it, it, you ha- it has to be absolutely important. <laughs> so you think Magicians. clown is the hardest job to have? Magicians. Magicians are the hardest. I don't know. Coal miners. Coal miners are difficult. Trump's chief of staff. That's probably Ice the road most truckers. <laughs> Yo, these are all valid and excellent I'm just responses. I'm spitballing here. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm sure there's quite here. a few to me. And look, this is not supposed to sound racist in any type of way. Just <laughs> take it for the comedic value that it provides. Uh, but I think good. that the yeah. hardest job that anybody can have is a police sketch artist in China. <laughs> okay. At least you prefaced it with this is not racist. And then that makes it completely okay. Because even if now it is racist. Out. It's about to get prefaced. really racist. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> there was a if, disclaimer. If you preface it, you're good. Yeah, exactly. You're clear Yo, to say whatever you want. It's not meant to sound that. racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be slightly racist, but listen, I'm not trying to be racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna go ahead and now. explain it because I think this is gonna make it sound completely racist. But yeah, that to me, <laughs> police sketch artist in China is probably the one of the most difficult jobs in terms of success rate. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong on so many levels oh but am God. i wrong am i wrong though i don't know man it just sounds wrong i don't know <laughs> maybe it's not wrong maybe you know you know if you think about it there's like more than what a billion people in china how many people live in china like two yeah, billion like people 1.6 billion yeah. yeah right so that that's got to be difficult like there's got to be there's got to be people that look the same. Like, you know, like what we see doppelgangers often, right? And you're All like, time, yo, yeah. that person looks like somebody I know. Like, now imagine just like two billion people, you're bound to run into multiple people that look the same. That's true. What's the saying? Like, you're one in a million? 
right? Yeah. Yeah, and if there's so two if there's billion, a, if there's a billion, a billion <laughs> and a like, half people, there's like a hundred thousand more of you, or whatever. Yeah, there's like whatever ten of you at least. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the math is either. <laughs> like you're not alone there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to me, that I feel like that would be a very difficult job because I feel like mm. think about like how China operates right now. Like they have um, all these like cameras and artificial intelligence collecting data yeah. all the time. And literally monitoring people on their in their day to day lives at all times, right? That CCTV yeah. network is probably the most like exaggerated network that could potentially exist, right? Right. And so to me, that's like yo, they absolutely need that because a police sketch artist would be fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> like facial recognition needs its technology in order to survive. Like <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you imagine if somebody else can log in with your face ID in China, like on your phone? Can yo, that's a crazy phone? idea, yeah. man. Right. <laughs> China's like, nah, Face ID is not gonna work for us. <laughs> like, you're one in a million, but there's a ten other people that can unlock your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's crazy. But what if they're a different age? This brings up a topic about cloning that I want to talk about. Oh my god, I fucking hate you. Bro. <laughs> These are all right my now. ideas, guys. Uh, <laughs> Sumitan in no way has brought up these ideas with me before. Uh, <laughs> Or shared a notes thing on on an iPhone with me where these are all written down. That Bro, has not happened. You these got me so my upset, original I ideas. turned away from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so cloning. Let's talk about this. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me let me paint the picture, okay? Okay. I was watching something. Um, of course. It was, uh, I think it was on YouTube. It's actually about, two, uh, it was 2 chains. So okay. he did this thing with Vice where he, he like goes out to try to find the most expensive stuff, right? Tries the most yeah, yeah, expensive yeah. living shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things I've was, seen him drink like $1,000 water or something. Yeah, he, he was, does like yeah. crazy shit like that, right? Yeah. So I happened to come across one of the episodes and it was like this huge like mansion, $40 million mansion, something like that, that was for sale. Part of that episode was there was a somebody, some woman who came in who had breeds or clones animals like pets oh right so she had come well, those in are with, two different things what you said breeds or clones like i don't know what the process is specifically <laughs> like do you call it cloning or do you just call it breeding like i don't know how it works right okay keep going um, but she brought a cat regular looking cat normal completely yeah. right and it was a clone okay oh fuck <laughs> and obviously like when you're trying to buy a clone like that's gotta, yeah. that's got to be a hundred times more expensive than just buying the original. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started to think about it. I'm like, when it comes to cloning, <clears throat> how does it work in terms of like creating the same animal for a second time, right? Like you're cloning the cells within the animal. Yeah. And, and, and maybe a disclaimer is necessary here that I'm not a biologist. I don't know how <laughs> any of this shit works. These are just <laughs> thoughts that come to my mind. But shit we talk if about. you have the original animal, Let's say yeah. it's five years old, right? Yeah. Let's say it's a cat. Right? You have the original cat, five years old. Yeah. When you, you clone at it. the time that you clone it, right? Yeah. That original cat is five. Now, since you've cloned it at that same age, does the, is clone, the clone five years old or is the is clone it, yeah. zero? Like started zero. How does it work? <laughs> Yo, you would think that you would want to start it at zero. But if it starts at zero, it's not really a clone. It's an offspring, kind of. But, like, 
Right. What if, what, so the way I think like, about is it, it born with the same amount of information, knowledge, intellect that you've had to age know. five? That or does it start with a clean slate? No, but it's not even just about like what you have in your mind or your, in your brain, what you've experienced. It's about the status of your organs at the time that you're, the cloning is occurring. Right, 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 right. right. Exactly. So if your organs are also five years old, you know, based on yeah. whatever they've been through in those five years, yeah. are you just cloning the same organs at that point or are they starting fresh also you get what i mean like yeah it's how? cloning a photocopy like right. you know when you when you xerox something right <laughs> when you photocopy something <laughs> like it's exactly the way what you don't get a better version of the original you get a copy of the original as right. is i right. think so i think everything transfers over as is Okay. No, but everything is del No. Okay, no, no, no. The brain <laughs> the organs are new. The DNA is the same. Okay. So we got to take it down to the DNA level, okay? Cuz that's how smart we are. Uh, <laughs> basically, you're like say I was cloned today, right? Mm -hmm. My clone would have a new set of organs, brand new fresh sparkling new pair of organs but the dna would be exactly the same okay and that's yeah so he would be basically a fresher newer version of me but going back to what you said right yeah let's go to the xerox example that you gave us right the copy machine example yeah. you have your original right? yeah you create a copy of that yeah are they the same or is this now a newer document than the one that you copied? <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, I don't know if there's a right answer here. Uh, yeah, and, and this brings either. up a, a second part of the question, right? Like, or se a yeah. second question as part of this. That if you raise the original and the clone together, right? Yeah. Do they act the same? Oh. This is a question that's much larger about nature versus nurture. <laughs> yeah, because this is nature versus nurture. Because, like, you know, yeah. if you're given the same exact DNA, um, you know, this is where some testing would be involved. It's like if you're given the same exact DNA, same exact circumstances, same exact controls, like everything is the same, right? Then technically you should turn out the same way. But I don't think it works like that because I think consequences I, I i think there's multiple answers to every situation like for example the fact um i don't know i i feel like every every scenario has different outcomes meaning for example say you clone somebody right and you put them in the same controls so they both are in one room alone by themselves you give them the same thing to eat every day the same air the same everything right right i feel like even then they wouldn't turn out the same because no okay so all right, let me let me clarify a little bit so not necessarily in separate rooms or or, or having been raised separately yeah like do they st like, if they are raised together like they're in the same room same environment everything do they yeah. start to mimic each other or do they acknowledge each other's existence the way twins do I think they're more like twins. I think clones are just twins, technically. 
but are they? That's see, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah. I don't, obviously don't have the answers to this, but it's Yo, interesting. Yeah, did you to think see? There's it. there is a show on Netflix uh, with Paul Paul Rudd, Paul Judd. I forget his last name. Is it Rudd? Rudd. Rudd. Yeah. yeah uh, Paul Rudd. I watched it. Um, so you should already it's, have the answer to this. <laughs> no, it's complicated. It's called Living With Yourself. You guys should watch it. Uh, he basically goes and gets a he he basically gets cloned by mistake and then his clone is actually a better version of himself. Like his clone is happier, his his clone on, communicates we, with continue. This is a scripted show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not watching that for research. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's funny, dude. It's funny, all right? I hear you. I um, liked it. But another question I have now as a result of all this is why would anybody want a cloned animal? Just to say that they have a cloned animal? Yeah, I guess. Because cloning like, is... That's the flex? Is cloning that common? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in um, animals, they've started to clone quite often. I think like this is becoming... Yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's ramping up. I don't know how common it is necessarily, but mm. um, I know that animal cloning has been happening for quite some time. It's... It gets a little murky when you try to talk about like cloning humans. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I you know, wouldn't be surprised. Imagine wouldn't there's be su- a clone among us somewhere. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if if uh, what's his name Kim Jong Un like goes and gets himself cloned. Like that's yeah. some that's some shit. I feel like he would do. He'd be like, "I'm not ready to die yet. Let's get yeah. me cloned." <laughs> Make different copies of me and, and save them for like the next 10, 100, 15, whatever years. <laughs> I'm just spitting out random numbers now. Um, <laughs> but yes, that was a question that I had. And uh, I would really, if anybody out there is an expert in the field of uh, <laughs> genetics or cloning, please yes, let us know please. how it works. I'm very, very, very interested to learn. Yeah, um, please do. Especially during this time of pandemic where my mind literally came up with that fucking question, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pandemic pandemic has made you and, and me a little bit, uh, like spend a lot of time with ourselves, like just being alone. And so you start, you know, you start like doing a lot of random thinking, um, yeah. you more than me, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, another question that came to my mind was uh, very interesting, and this will be the last. One. I think this is the last thing we'll talk about. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up after this. Um, I saw somebody's Facebook status, but I've been seeing seeing this theme quite a bit uh, throughout this pandemic. People have been um, people have been sort of rallying around this notion of our, us versus nature. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but a lot of people are like, aha, Mother Mother Nature got us back. Look what we were doing to the environment and Mother Nature's <laughs> taking revenge or this is Mother's Mother Nature's way of getting back at us. Or, you know, if you do this to nature, she'll fight back and things like that. Right. Have you seen this? You know what I'm talking about? Like, like this idea of us versus nature. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it, it put it in that way, but I have seen yeah. like you know the benefits of of the what's come of the pandemic in terms of our environment, right? And right, you know, I, I've seen that, but I haven't really seen that argument too often. I think you had you know shared something, but uh, expand on the idea. I, I so that got me thinking about why us as humans need to constantly create this us versus someone else or us versus something else type scenario. You know what I mean? It's almost as if like we need to, 
we need to rally behind a winner or because we need something to blame or whatever it is, right? And um, I was like, yo, the preface of that fucking argument is stupid. The, the, the implication is that we are not a part of nature. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that makes no sense. Like, you realize we are nature and nature is us. So if nature does something to quote unquote get back at us that's just us getting back at us like right, there right. is no us versus nature it is all just one thing it's it kind of comes back to this idea of good versus bad right like people what what we see people say oh there's a balance in the world there's the good and the bad but like you ask 100 different people and they'll tell you different definitions of what they consider good and what they consider bad so there is no good or bad there just is and that's it and a lot of that exists in the world, in the universe, and it's constantly being, uh, you know, there's negative, positive. Again, negative, positive is, again, just our sort of way yeah. of seeing it, but there is no negative. There just are events in the world. That's it. Random events. Hundreds and millions and trillions of them that are happening so, all the time. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, I get that, but I also kind of get the point of us versus them in a, in a sense, too. Right. And I'll explain yeah. what I mean. So what I guess what I've uh, the way I interpret it is that when people make that argument, I understand it as more of <clears throat> it's us versus, you know, everything else, because one, it's what, what like what you mentioned that you need to have like camaraderie and you need to have like a, d a bunch of people to follow through and believe in the same thing that you feel, believe in. Right. And it's also because you. it's also because we feel like we're in control of everything else. We're that, in control of all other nature right. other than yeah. And so being the fact that we have free will, right, or we yeah. are capable and smart enough to understand the detriment that we cause and yet right. we don't do anything about it, right? Right. That's like us saying that we're not just part of the of like our, you know, natural system, like we're not just part of earth. Right? Yeah. We're not just part of nature. We have an influence on how nature operates as we go forward. Right? Like, yes. Think about yes. how... Everything uh, does, though. Everything right. does. Everything, Everything does. and everyone but does. But I think yeah. humans are yeah. a lot more enlightened and capable of understanding how to... Uh, like, re or recognizing where they're causing detriment and how right, they can right. potentially fix that. Right? So think about this whole idea of climate change. Right? Right. One half of climate change... Uh, I guess, uh, let's say, opponents, they think that, oh no, climate change is just bound to happen. This is natural. Uh, we're part of the system. This is bound to happen at some point. Um, yeah. And, you know, what's the point of trying to fight it? It's, it's unnatural to try to fight it, essentially. Right, 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 right. But then you've got the other side of that argument where it's, no, we are cognizant of the fact that we're causing detriment to the environment, to, the, to Mother Earth or whatever, yeah. and Mother Nature. And we are actively, in some ways, going about to cause that detriment, right? Like, we're not mm. stopping our production of plastics that are causing issues in the environment, things like that, right? Right, we're right, not, right. We're not lowering our carbon emissions. Right. Uh, we're, we're fully taking advantage of what we can while we can. I see what the... I see what the the first group is saying, what, what you were talking about is... I, I think what they're saying is, like... Uh, that is part of being a being a part of nature basically that right. you know uh if if we are a part of nature and our mentality and our thinking our instinct is to mass produce plastics and right. oil and resources and go mining the earth then that is quote unquote natural does that make right, sense right, right? No, i got you i got you 
It's, I've never thought of it that way. That's pretty fucking yeah. <laughs> crazy to see that point of view. Also, like, there's this very common saying, right? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. So right, essentially, right, why right. don't we apply that same mentality towards, you know, Earth? Right, right, right. Our Earth feeds us in many right. different ways, but we don't take care of it the way we should. Essentially, that's the idea behind that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's an interesting discussion. <laughs> definitely is. Um, do you but want to talk about anything else? Oh, okay. But also, like, just to expand on a little bit more. Um, yeah. It, it comes like this, or there arises this very existential idea of why are humans on this earth? What is our purpose if we're only causing detriment? Right? Hmm. Like, there's that idea as well. But then there's also this whole idea of, hey, we have free will, so we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> But the problem now is it is causing a detriment to our environment. So how do yeah. we protect our environment going forward? Obviously, we need to change something that we're doing. Yeah. That's the way I see it, at it's, least. Yeah, it is very interesting. I, uh, If I'm playing devil's advocate, I also like to see it from their perspective and think that, you know, humans uh, and, and just our, even the rest of our species, like animals and plants and shit like that, a lot of species on this planet will have the ability to adapt. You know what I mean? Like think of uh, things like blowfish and kelp and octopus and shit like that. Like uh, uh, animals and, and water water creatures that basically adapted to whatever Crocodiles. environment. Yeah, whatever environment they were in. And then basically over the course of generations or years and years or whatever... Uh, it became a part of their their being, their existence, yeah. like that quality. So like say a hundred years from now, the earth is, you know, doesn't have any more natural resources like oil and stuff like that. I, I imagine basically us as humans being creatures on this planet have somehow adapted to living without those things. You know what I mean? Right, right. So if I'm playing devil's advocate, that's kind of like what I'm seeing from their perspective uh, on on people that think climate change is a hoax i don't think climate change is a hoax for the record if anybody's wondering <laughs> where i stand <laughs> yeah. you mentioned playing devil's advocate we didn't know which side you were playing against <laughs> okay <laughs> um, um yeah no um, just to actually continue on that subject for just a second now it, since yeah. you brought that up it, it brought another question to my mind obviously carbon emissions right now during this pandemic have been significantly down right that's right. why we're seeing like Oh, dolphins are returning to wherever the fuck they are right now. I don't know. Like, yeah. wherever they were previously native to at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. But what is going to happen when, you know, life goes back to normal, industry picks up the way it has, and carbon emissions go back to the way they were? But it's all mm. going to happen at once. I don't think it's going to happen all at once. Um, I, I don't know, man. I think that what's going to happen is as soon as everybody or every country in the world says, hey, we're ready to go back to the way things were, that industry I, I think is going to poof. I think even then uh, you're going to have parts of the population that are going to be skeptical that are not going to rush to be outside. I think I think the populations are going to be split in that sense, like 50-50. There's going to be the people that are like, I'm going back to the way things were on March 16th. And, you know, 
Like everything is back to the way it was. And I think the there's going to be the rest of the population that's going to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to start going to concerts and parties and pools just yet. Maybe right. I'm not going to start going to movie theaters and, you know, uh, crowded spaces and things like that. No, I'm not talking uh, about that, though. I'm talking about like literally the factories that exist around the world that contribute oh, yeah. to the largest amount of carbon emissions. So the way it works is every country is allowed a certain amount of co- uh, carbon emissions based on the types of industry that they house that right. contribute to their local economies. Right. And like China has the biggest cap. U.S. has the second biggest cap, obviously, right? Mm. Like based on just economy sizes. I right. think that when we're ready to go back to work in that sense, right? These certain yeah. industries that contribute the most to carbon emissions, it's going to pop off at like, it's, it's going to be an explosion of carbon emissions mm. at, one, at one point. And I feel like it's going to cause further detriment or more significant detriment, rather, long term. Than, than the, the gradual act, incline than the gradual, that was happening exactly. before. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Because it's like you know, uh, you're, you're testing the bubble. You're pushing the limits yeah. to see how much it can take. Time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. But anyway, we can close it out now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done having these uh, weird thoughts. Yeah, uh, we've had uh, quite a few... Um, mind-blowing eye-opening conversations here uh yeah. we talked about everything from takashi 69 to <laughs> to cloning to, to mother change. nature to climate change to uh jeff bezos yeah. so we pretty much covered it all um i guess we're gonna close it out Police thank you guys in china <laughs> yeah. don't, forget that don't forget about that one <laughs> uh thank you oh, wait, guys for I, tuning in one last what? announcement before we close out my bad, yes bro. go for um, it so my niece uh is involved in this nonprofit organization and she started her own kind of initiative as, as a part of that um mm-hmm. and this is an important one right so this is something that uh, obviously with COVID-19 uh, uh, a lot of families and especially the elderly folks are struggling to be able to provide themselves with meals and, and you know do the grocery shopping just either because they don't have access or because of fear um so there is this organization called uh, Mobs Meals that is partnering with uh, this other organization that my, my niece works with called Act Now. Um, and essentially what they're doing is they're providing meals uh, and food to those who cannot provide the, the meals or food to themselves, right? So um, they're not looking for much, right? Any, any small donation amount will help, uh, you know, to buy groceries to, to create those, uh, the meals for the, the, the people who are uh, in need. Um, but essentially, uh, you know, there's this message that's out there. Uh, if you'd like to donate, all you need to do is text, uh, in all caps, <laughs> food <laughs> for life with the number four. So F O O D four L I F E to four, four, three, two, one. Uh, as soon as you send that text, you'll get redirected to a page that'll allow you to make a donation straight from your phone. So, uh, it's very easy to do. Uh, like I said, any small amount helps. It's a dollar few cents whatever it is that you could you're willing and, and able to spare uh, i think it can go a long way and uh I, you know it's, especially since you know we're talking about taking care of the earth in some ways we need to take care take care of people that are inhabiting the earth in a similar way as well so uh, you know if you if you have the capability and, and are willing to do that text food for life to four four three two one and just follow the prompts from there so i just want to leave with that Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do your part. Make sure you go out there and donate. Uh, Sumit, do you know what is the greatest nation on the planet? Is this a trick question? Yeah, it's donation. So go ahead and go <laughs> donate. <laughs> 
text food for life to 44321. Man, I should have been a radio host. That'd be so good. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Sumit and Thunmit, we're out. Peace. Peace. Classics. Classics.